Hey everyone, this is Zoe from Seneca. Today we're going to be looking at periodic trends. Um, just to let you know, disclaimer, this one is a bit of a beast. So I hope you are hydrated, sitting comfortably. Toilet, do it now. We're going to get started. Okay, so there are key trends in atomic radius as we go across the periods and when we go down the groups. Atomic radius decreases along a period. This is because the number of protons in the nucleus increases across the period. As you add protons, you also add, what do you add? Electrons. But these are all being added to the same shell, so it does not affect the radius. So each electron feels a stronger attraction to the nucleus and is held closer. In period three, sulfur has a smaller atomic radius than phosphorus. Sulfur has one more electron, but still only fills up the same shell, 3p, as phosphorus, so the radius isn't actually affected. But sulfur has one more proton than phosphorus. This does affect the radius. Sulfur has a greater nuclear charge because of having more protons. This pulls the electrons closer, and this means the atomic radius is smaller. Atomic radius increases down a group. This is because the number of electron shells increases down a group. Each subsequent electron shell is further from the nucleus. This outweighs the increase in proton number down the group. For example, in group two, magnesium has a larger radius than beryllium. Magnesium has more electrons than beryllium and they occupy an additional electron shell. The extra electron shell is further from the nucleus, so the atomic radius is larger. The radius of which of the following actually increases as we go down a group? And the answer is the valence electron orbital. Okay, ionization energy. We see trends in ionization energy across the periods and down the groups of the periodic table. Ionization energy increases along a period. This is because the electrostatic attraction of each electron to the nucleus increases. The attraction increases because the proton number increases. For example, in period 3, sulphur has a greater nuclear charge than phosphorus because it has a greater proton number. So the electrostatic charge between electrons and the nucleus in sulphur will be greater, so the ionisation energy is greater. Ionization energy decreases down a group. This is because the outer electron is further from the nucleus down the group. So the electrostatic attraction of the outer electron to the nucleus decreases down the group. In group two, magnesium is below beryllium. Magnesium fills up an extra electron shell than beryllium. This means an electron is further from the nucleus in magnesium, and so the electrostatic attraction is less. So the ionisation energy of magnesium is lower than beryllium. Okay, iodine is in period five, period, period five, and chlorine is in period three, which has a bigger radius. The answer is iodine. Melting points. There are clear trends in the melting points across periods and down groups in the periodic table. Let's look at period three. So for metals, the greater the number of valence electrons, the greater the melting point. And for covalent compounds, 
Molecular solids have low melting points. I'm going to... Oh, sorry. And giant covalent structures have relatively high melting points. As you move along a period, you go from metals to giant covalent structures to molecular solids. Using our knowledge of melting points of different structures from the previous slide, the melting points increase, peak sharply, and then decrease. Let's have a look at period three now. So, sodium, magnesium, and aluminium, or aluminum, these all have metallic structures. Melting point and boiling point increase from sodium to aluminium. This is because each element donates one more electron to the sea of three electrons. The electrostatic attractions are greater, so the melting point rises. Silicon has the highest melting point because it has a giant, giant covalent structure. Giant in molecular terms, obviously. Not that giant, but giant. To melt silicon, you must break strong covalent bonds, which requires a lot of energy. Okay, so for phosphorus, silicon, chlorine and argon, these elements are simple molecular solids. They are held together by London dispersion forces. Sulfur has the highest melting point of the four because it exists as molecules of S8. This means it has a lot of electrons per molecule, so has stronger London dispersion attractions. By contrast, phosphorus exists as P4 and chlorine exists as Cl2. Okay, across a period we increase the number of protons. The increasing proton number means the nuclear charge increases and the electron shells contract. The number of electrons also increases, but these add to the same shell, so the radius isn't affected. Okay, aluminium has a higher melting point than sodium because it donates more electrons into the sea of free electrons. This increases the strength of electrostatic attractions. And finally, Elements on the left side of the periodic table tend to have metallic structures. Okay, well done everyone, that's over for today and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye! <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode on Seneca Prep. Hope it was useful. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to keep updated and get all of your cool test prep podcasts. <laughs>